We carry the fire. Welcome to this Refuel Friday. I know most Refuel Fridays are fun. They are lighthearted. Oftentimes I have my kids in them and we leave you with some sort of a challenge or something to work on or something kind of interesting. This one is quite a bit more serious. I do have an incredible testimony to share with you from the nation of Afghanistan, uh, but also a call to prayer. And um, I have some material here on ways that we need to be praying for Afghanistan. Uh, I have a friend who works on getting Bibles into places and and, uh, places that are under intense persecution and scrutiny. And uh, it does have to be a measure of secrecy there. But I did hear of an incredible testimony And many of you are familiar with what's going on in Afghanistan with the major, major uh, withdrawal of American presence being announced uh, by our president. The the Taliban are taking over. They're marching through cities and towns and taking regions and executing people and killing those who are sympathetic and, and worked with the Americans, also heavily persecuting Christians, especially pastors. And really, it, it's really a tragic, tragic situation. We're going to be having refugees and, and they're flooding all over trying to get out of the country. And there's just been some, it's been a really hard week to watch unfold on the news. And, and, and I know a lot of you, your hearts go out to atrocities and tragedies like this. So I want to read how we can be praying for them, and I want you to pray along as I'm reading. But before we get to that, this testimony is pretty incredible uh, of a man who lived in Afghanistan and had a Taliban soldier approach him in the streets just recently. I mean, since the Taliban have been emboldened and are taking over and asked him, are you one of those Christians? And the man was nervous, but he said, yes. And the Taliban soldier said, can you meet me back here in a few hours? The man said, yes. A few hours went by. The Christian, not knowing what would unfold from this point on, came back a few hours later and waited a while. And then he saw the the Taliban soldier approaching him with two others with him. And they simply approached the Christian. He said, come with us. And they walked down a few alleys. They came to a car and they popped the trunk of the car open. They placed a bag over the Christian's head, tied his hands, and put him in the trunk. They drove for hours. He said it felt like half a day's worth of driving, afraid for his life. After hours of driving, the car came to a stop. The trunk popped open. They pulled him out, and they grabbed him by each arm, and he was being walked across a dirt road, and then he was walked into a building of some sort, and then he was led down a flight of stairs into what felt like a basement and he couldn't see obviously with the bag over his head but he was afraid for his life they forced him to sit in a chair and when they pulled the bag off of his head he was looking at 15 Taliban soldiers in a windowless basement afraid for his life the man who initially talked to him said tell us all about Jesus And he did. He shared the gospel with them, and all 15 of them committed their lives to Jesus that evening. Incredible. God is at work, even in tragedy. It's hard to watch this unfold, but I did want to lead off with that story. I have um, some seven days of prayer for the nation of Afghanistan. Day one, we should be praying for Afghan believers. This 
material says, recently a wave of new believers has emerged within the country, especially among the Hazaras. They are discovered as believers living within the Taliban-controlled region. They will be targeted. Here's the prayer request for day one. And I'm going to give you seven days. I, I don't know if you're able to take notes, but this is what a large group of people are going to be praying over this next week. And so I wanted to share it with you. Uh, pray for wisdom for believers to make decisions in the midst of this conflict, whether to evacuate, and if so, where to. Pray for the believers who are staying put, that God will protect them and protect their families. Pray that they will have opportunities to share the gospel within their communities, that the church will continue to grow even among the Taliban ranks. Matthew 5:11. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. So day one, pray for the Afghan believers. And Lord, we lift them up to you right now. Father, we pray for those living in Afghanistan who are following you and all over the world who are walking with you under incredibly hard persecution. Lord, give them wisdom and use them. Bless them and protect them. In Jesus' name, amen. Day two is prayer for the Afghan refugees. Many Afghans are desperately trying to leave the country. This means that a wave of Afghans is going to arrive in many places like Pakistan, India, Uzbekistan, Greece, Turkey, Iran, Canada, and the United States. And here's the prayer request. To pray for the process of departure of many foreign refugees. Many of them end up vulnerable and in desperate situations with a lack of basic needs and fall victim to those who promise to help them and only steal from them, extort them, and take advantage of them and their families. Pray that the church will respond in places where new Afghan refugees arrive and we can be the hands and the feet of Jesus helping them through such a difficult time for their families. Imagine arriving here in the United States and being welcomed by a, a church of believers. That can be an incredible thing for generations to come. Many, uh, let's say, pray against misinformation, often rumors of how they left, surface, and there's just all kinds of big mess. Proverbs 31, 8, 9, speak up for those who cannot speak themselves, for themselves, for their rights, who are for the rights of those who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Lord, we do pray for these refugees, those fleeing right now. Lord, have your hand upon them and upon their children. Lord, may they survive. May they thrive. May they find a place where they find a church. Lord, may they feel your love, Lord, and may they come to know you wherever they land. Lord, use us, even use our church to reach these people who are running for their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Day three, pray for workers leaving Afghanistan. Waves of workers continue to leave Afghanistan suddenly. Several have lived there for many years and pray for their families and their children uh, in these desperate times. It says, pray for wisdom in the next steps and direction from God as to where to go, whether to serve in another country or head back to their original homelands. Pray for God uh, to walk with them during this season of mourning as they have lost, many have lost their homes. Uh, I mean, think about just everything taken from them. Pray for those who stay in nearby countries uh, that they can have everything they need and those who are grieving that they would find comfort. Pray for new workers who have just arrived in these areas who had plans uh, to share the gospel and do different humanitarian works and now they're having to change those plans. Just God's hand in this whole situation. Psalm 46, 1 and 2. God is our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall to the sea. 
Lord, we do pray for those who are missionaries, uh, who are working, who are sharing your gospel in Afghanistan and other persecuted nations, Father, but specifically in Afghanistan, that you would walk with them in this time of grief, Father, that you would walk with them in this time that can be overwhelming anxiety and fear, Lord, that you would be their refuge, you would be their strength, you would be their ever-present help in trouble. Day four praying for expats staying in Afghanistan. Regardless of their current reality, there is still a percentage who will stay in Afghanistan throughout this season. Prayer requests. May every spirit of fear leave them and the spirit of courage and faith remain. This is for those who are staying. Pray for open doors at this very moment that they could share the love of Jesus with the locals. May God give them grace and favor with the Taliban. Wow. Wow. Lord, give them grace. Give them favor. Lord, like that initial opening story, Lord, may there be those who are hungry for the gospel, and may you set divine appointments for them all to meet. 2 Timothy 1, 7, for the Spirit does not give us, uh, make us afraid, but gives us power and love and self-discipline. Day five, pray for Afghanistan as a nation. We do not know how long it will take Afghanistan to stabilize and who will be in control in this next season. Pray that the humanitarian and organizations and aid organizations uh, can be cared for and protected and continue providing support to displaced Afghans, uh, people from provinces that are currently ruled by uh, the cabal and those who are ruled by the Taliban. That the nation can soon revert back to a sense of normalcy and stability. That communication between people in the country and the rest of the world may remain open and flowing freely. Lord, we pray for Afghanistan. Father, we just pray your hand be upon this nation. Lord, somehow, some way, guide them back into your hands, Father. Lord, we pray that people would come to know you through these situations, Lord. Save lives, bring stability, in Jesus' name. Proverbs 21, 1. In the hands of the Lord, the heart of the king is like a river. It flows the course that the Lord has drawn up for it. Lord, may that heart, may you have the heart of the king there, Lord. Guide their leadership. This is such a crazy time. Day six, Taliban and Al-Qaeda. Praying for those who uh, persecute you. Yeah, Matthew 5, 44. I tell you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. These are the groups gaining ground in the region, and they are responsible for horrible acts. However, they are not beyond the grasp of God's love and God's might. So we should pray for the Taliban. Among them are believers who could not leave their armies because they were under threat that their families would be killed. And that's how they operate, is if a member of the Taliban does come to faith in Jesus, they still can't leave their post. Their families are under threats. Pray that many of the Taliban, uh, those with black turbans, those are usually signifying mercenaries from other countries, that they may see their attacks thwarted. They may see God's hand at work against them, and that they may come to God's grace. Pray for God's might to stop the advance of Al-Qaeda. Got to pray for those who persecute us. Father, the ultimate solution here is for our enemies to become our friends, for those who persecute us to become our brothers. Lord, we pray that your hand of saving grace would reach their hearts. Your Holy Spirit would have a mighty work that we would see and hear of revival among the ranks of the Taliban. Day seven, pray for the role of the church. Moments like this are crucial for us as believers. We are called to be the hands and the feet of Christ. Pray that congregations are led by God as to what their role should be in this. 
And we should pray that we will be the hands and the feet of the Lord, that we won't turn a blind eye, but that we will at least be diligent in prayer and pray that we may see and seize the opportunities to send support, pray for workers, uh, pray for those who are working with the nation and the people, and just say, Lord, whatever you have for our church and our congregation, we want to do it, Lord. We want to be your hands and feet. Mark 16, 15, he said to them, go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation. Lord, use us. Use us as a church. Father, there's tragedy all around the world, and it's easy here to be comfortable, to have our coffees and have air conditioning everywhere we go and complain about politics this and politics that, Lord. But there are those right now running and hiding for their lives. Father, we need you to work. We need you to save. Your arms are not too short and your ears are not deaf. Father, we turn this situation to you. Use us however you see fit. But Lord, may we continually hear testimonies coming out of this region. We turn it all over to you. We pray your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep carrying the fire.